Welcome back to Steve Ends. Just a little touch of housekeeping before we get into this episode with Dirk again. Um, I believe in uh, interaction and uh, I think you guys should be able to contribute to the podcast. Anyone who's listening should be able to throw in your two cents. So uh, let's just rip through the Twitters here. My Twitter is SteveOTTV, S-T-E-V-O, not the way that you would spell Steve-O from Jackass, which I get accused of copying all the time. But I can't help it if my name, my nickname was Steve-O ever since I was eight years old. All right? Every second person in Australia is nicknamed Steve-O. I can't help that. Dirk on Twitter is about a Dirk. And also I've started a uh, Twitter for the podcast at the moment. It's ends Steve. So the reverse of the title of the, of the show here. These handles may change over time as the podcast develops, but whatever. We're going to be debating Melbourne versus Sydney. I want to throw in your two cents when you reveal it to me by contacting us there. Enjoy the podcast. Cheers, everybody. Dirk, what do you think of my new hat? It's fucking busting, mate. That's a good gag. Before I started recording the podcast... I asked you what you thought of my hat, and you said the same gags. You had the gag already lined up. I don't mind that at all. We had it ready. Like reuse the content where you can, right? Exactly. Find out what works, and then replicate. Are you? It's like stand-up comedy, I assume. Oh, it is. Oh, stand-up comedy, man. That's 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 two two episodes. I think like we could talk to talk about, about stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, I reckon like- you could. I reckon you could get a bit of a set together. Oh, dude, my family used to do that. My brother and my dad did stand-up comedy, like, as a side gig for fun. Really? Yeah, I swear. Can, you get, can, we, you, this, can we watch yeah. your dad and brother on, on YouTube? <laughs> well, this is way back, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this wasn't uh, uploaded to YouTube, I think. And on your home... Some... And back in your home country as well. Yeah, we had a we had a thing called Barrel Chat, I suppose. You stand in a giant fuck-off barrel. Barrel <laughs> Chat? I, I, you do a you do a comedy routine. Yeah, it's called Ton Prate. But what? Obviously, that's Dutch. <laughs> yeah. Barrel ch- Wait, are you talking about? Is, is this like a, we- a website where you- wait no, barrel it's, chat? It's, it's literally like uh, in all these small villages in the, in the south of the Netherlands where I grew up, they have barrel ch- barrel talk. I don't know how to translate yeah, yeah. it. It's, it's, it's weird. And uh, it would be a giant fuck off barrel that someone would stand in with a mic on it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you do a chat. And it was people dressed up as characters or they'd just do a comedy sketch. And it was all about the village they, they were in. And, like, it sounds like, kind of like Slam Pot. It's kind of like you, that. Yeah. Where you have like a small group of people gathered around some hipster who's reeling off a few gags. Yeah, and it's mixed with like, uh, so it's comedy and it's mixed with. Uh, you know a roast, like a comedy roast, where yeah, they yeah, just yeah, make yeah. fun of everyone that's yeah, there. Cool. Everyone is not there. One of the most surreal things I've seen was I was at a, a music festival called Boogie Festival, and it hasn't yeah. happened for the last year, uh, not because of COVID, but I think they were going to move it anyway. But it's north of north of Melbourne, very kind of small festival on a property, and um, it's got like a few like hills and like small mountains kind of as part of the property. And we climbed up one evening to catch the sunset and stuff. And it took us kind of half an hour to get to the top. And just before you get to the top, there was this little kind of side um, little trail that you went down. If you went down there a minute, there was just a couple of different, uh, there was like six little pews and there was like four or five people. And there was a little wooden sign that said poetry. And one guy just standing in front of them, like at sunset, this tiny little group off to the side reading poetry. I was like, this is like out of some kind of movie. It was wild. That sounds, uh, uh, speaking of topics, that sounds very Melbourneian of you. Oh, yes. 
you've been cruising around Melbourne today. You're trying to move house. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been really interesting seeing what's out there, and uh, you know, my preconceived notions have been tested. Uh, you've been in for, Melbourne for how long now? Uh, two years. Two years. I I feel like you moved here like four weeks ago. Yeah. Right. Well, look, man. We've all aged ten years in the last <laughs> in the last three weeks. I think. Uh, yeah, it's been interesting. But uh, but Melbourne is just um, it's super varied, man. Like. Mm. Compared to uh, what 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 Sydney was like, uh, you can't remember where you used to live because you're so <laughs> infatuated with Melbourne. <laughs> What's much. that place called? Uh, What's it called? Uh, something with an S. So, 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 yeah. Now Sydney was was very different. Uh, Melbourne has w- way more cool shit happening and way oh, more yeah. art and way more diversity and uh, yeah, it's it's been really fun seeing these different suburbs. Where do you lie in the Melbourne versus Sydney? Come on now. I really want to get a Melbourne tat, man. Oh, yeah. I want that to be my first tattoo, like like the skyline on my on my arm. A Melbourne skyline uh, tattoo. Melbourne, every time someone sees the skyline, they'll be like, what, what fucking place is that, man? You've lived in Melbourne for two years, and then before that, Sydney, but you're not even from Australia. Ah, <laughs> I could love to see your Melbourne tattoo. <laughs> but if you love the city, that's great. I love, I love Melbourne. I think it's one of the best cities in the world. You've been in and out of Melbourne as well. Well, I lived in Sydney as well, but that was like seven years ago. I moved to I moved to Melbourne almost seven years ago. What what's your thoughts on moving cities? Do you think it's a big deal? Um, it's a different question in uh, in Australia versus anywhere else. Because in, in Australia, you move cities, you move fucking countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas in other uh, countries, it's obviously very different. Uh, mm. In the Netherlands, I moved to the other side of the Netherlands, and that was two hours away from yeah. my parents, and they were like, oh, my God, you're on the other side of the world. Yeah, you could have just quickly moved to Belgium or whatever. And... Yeah, yeah. That would have, literally, that would have been half an hour drive. So, yeah, yeah so that's uh, it's, it's a totally different culture. It feels like a different country, uh, mm. partly because of climate, but also the people here are so much when I when I, I grew up in South Australia and then when I first moved to Sydney, it was like this big deal for me, like moving cities. And that opened my mind massively because when you grow up in Adelaide, you, you grow up knowing that being the only thing. Like I traveled heaps of places around the world and whatnot, but um, living somewhere is totally different. But then when I moved from Sydney to Melbourne, I'd already done a move to a big city. And so it was kind of just took it in my stride. And I was like one week I was in Sydney, the next week I was in Melbourne and it wasn't really a big deal. Yeah, but you also went back to something you already knew. Like this was a known quantity, and like you knew what was out here and where to go for everything, right? No, no, no. I wasn't from Melbourne. No, oh, Melbourne, I thought you yeah, lived yeah. before that as well. No, no, no. Adelaide, Sydney, then Melbourne. I thought I, I swear. Okay, cool. Sydney's uh, yeah. nicer on the if you were a tourist and you need something pretty to look at, right? So, so do, or do you reckon? Do you reckon Melbourne is somewhere between Adelaide and Sydney in a way? I feel like it's a giant Adelaide. It's like a giant Adelaide. Okay, okay. Maybe. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Melbourne doesn't have things that South Australia has. South Australia's got, well, Adelaide, near Adelaide, closer to the city, there's amazing beaches. Just the last couple of weeks, I was down at, um, uh, I hiked through Canunda National Park to access this unbelievable beach that was just as far as the eye can see until it becomes mist, you're just on this deserted Amazing beach. That sounds epic right now, especially after having been oh, yeah. cooked up for this one. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Victoria's got great beaches as well, but I feel like South Australia, that's, that's something they've got on top of them. Sydney, 
has very nice beaches too. And it's a bit more Tropicana the further north you go, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, the weather is the one thing that I miss, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lo- well, it's it currently, it's literally the middle of summer and outside it's 20 degrees. Cheers. It, it's 20 degrees and rainy. <laughs> and so we're just relaxing inside, having a couple of beers at the moment on our Saturday. Running a bit of a podcast because we've got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, well, what am I going to go? I'm not going to go and sunbake outside here in the in the 18 degree rain you should go for a run man i do it's... i love going for a run in the rain oh it's the because there's nobody there like oh yeah no annoying people going her from behind yeah <laughs> passing on your right <laughs> passing right all the cyclists that are going down by the river as you're trying to leg it i don't appreciate it man I, like even when i'm running i try to put up a little thumb <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And when they come past, they go, oh, thank you, thank you. As you're running down the path, you got to indicate where you're going to go. Yeah, I'd rather do that with a thumb up or something than saying something because I am out of breath. After you might be years. mistaken for a hitchhiker and some cyclist pulls over and he's like, jump on the handlebars, mate. <laughs> have, you got your, um, have you got your mind wrapped around the Melbourne stereotypes of the different areas? No, nah, not at all, but... That was partly what uh, that's partly what moving around a bit is about, right? Like as soon as you yeah. move around, you get a feel of the suburbs. The same way with cities, like like you were saying before, like if you've lived somewhere for a while, it's so much different than just traveling. Oh, absolutely. So Sydney's got Sydney's got very distinct stereotypes for each area, don't you think? Yep. Yeah. You got I've the lived- Bondi bubble. <laughs> With all the people, it's a bit it's a bit strange because all that you get in the Bondi bubble, you've got to get up early to do yoga and yeah. do the Bondi to Bronte walk um, and get a green smoothie. But then you've also got to get really on it on the beers and the substances late into the evening as well. Plus, you have to be a certain level of good looking to live there. Yes, that, otherwise you're not allowed. There's, <laughs> yeah, they've yeah, got a I, team. I wasn't allowed in for you. <laughs> they've got the Bondi like force. And they crawl around to people's houses and they say, excuse me. Yeah, they um, knock on your door and they go, like, hey, we're here for the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. checkup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The what's, checkup, what's and unfortunately. You're 40 plus, <laughs> you're out. Your hair's not long enough. You're <laughs> yeah. boarding a little bit. Yeah, if you're not, like, if you don't have that five o'clock shade going. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're going to have to uh, cancel your lease right now and you've got four weeks to remove yourself from our area, please. <laughs> Please leave. You get escorted out, building. Yeah, it's great. Move on uh, to Newtown. <laughs> you got to go shop at the op shop if you can't afford some brand new, brand new button-up shirt. Go to the Salvos, pick something up, and move to Newtown, please. My favorite thing about Newtown is everyone wants to look different than everyone else, and that's yeah, why you know yeah. when you're Newtown because everyone looks like. But, yeah, that's right. But then you get to a point where like a suburb like that is is becoming is becoming shit hot. Because people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, it's wicked there. And then it has the opposite effect. And then people start coming from other areas of town to go out there. And then you've got to move to Marrickville. You've got to keep going. Yeah. And then you so end up in Summer Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're a massive hipster living in Sydney. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, I lived in, uh, well, <laughs> Surrey Hills, Darlinghurst. Yeah. Uh, uh, CBD. Uh, <laughs> so you were quite edgy, but then as those areas became more mainstream, you moved further and further out west. Sure, it was because they became more. It wasn't because we were kicked out by the landlord because <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were selling the place <laughs> to avoid the yuppies. That was to avoid the yuppies. Uh, no, like the the best place I've lived there, by the way. Uh, dumb anecdote, by the way, but uh, was uh, next to Martin Place. So Martin Place is oh, where yeah, everything's happening. 
in mm. Sydney. Like if you've seen The Matrix, you've seen Martin Place because it's yes. like they shot that in Sydney. It's everywhere. What scenes in The Matrix uh, shot in Martin Place? All, all those city <laughs> scenes, right? All of Almost it. Almost everything. But the most uh, famous one is the one in front of the fountain with the girl in the red dress. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. And they meet like uh, the first, I think it's uh, Agent Smith that they see. Uh, yes. Uh, Hugo. Hugo Weaving. Uh, and he stands up with his gun out and, uh, mm. after this chick walks by. Anyway, uh, that's like in front of Martin Place. Um, uh, what's it called? Fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I lived next to that. And it was uh, yeah, like, it's, it's a really nice place to live. We had a pool on the roof. Uh, oh, yes. And stuff like that. A gym. Like, it's like yeah. the, and it was super cheap for us because we could only live there for a year. And it was like a year contract. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good year, man. And pool you t- and you had better. you had dates that resulted in that pool on the roof in the middle of Melbourne. I had a girlfriend, so dating at that point is not the smartest thing to do. But he doesn't anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Dirk is available. I'm working on the pool. <laughs> oh yeah, working on the pool part, yeah, and that'll bring him in. Or you can use the power of the podcast. So that's like, like, yeah, right. Instead of Tinder, I'll use the podcast. Get yeah, yeah, exactly. That'll, that'll end up going well. Um, Height, age, interests, Dirk. <laughs> yeah, probably. He likes podcasts. He's heaps tall. I know what, six, nine? I don't know. <laughs> six, nine. Whoa, calm down, bro. But yeah, it's, it's interesting finding pools in Melbourne because obviously the climate is different, but mm. uh, I would love a pool again, man. It, there's nothing better after work than just, you know, yeah, Jesus yeah. singing yourself off into the. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine, um, a friend of mine, uh, Henry said, said, was telling me six months ago, he was like, oh, I love the rooftops that some of these little houses everywhere in Melbourne have. It'd be amazing. And then once he got that idea in his head, um, a week later, he was like signing a lease to a new place uh, yeah, with, well, a, with an awesome little rooftop. He's, he had to have it right away once he got that idea into his head. Yep. So this is why I'm downsizing. I was looking at, I signed up for, uh, what's it called? Gumtree to sell all my shit so, so I can oh, live yeah. in the center of the city. <laughs> Oh, because you want the lifestyle. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I'm going to just focus on that. Uh, uh, Yeah, the city is very nice, and it's really nice to live in it because there's so many cool pubs, and especially in the Collingwood area and Fitzroy and stuff. Yeah. Northcote, yeah. I think Melbourne, there's a reason that for so many years in whatever that ridiculous Mm. survey was that Melbourne was the most livable city in the world. You don't have the, like, you don't have, it's expensive, but it's not like Sydney expensive. Um, and then everything like good public transport, the culture is unbelievable. The only problem is that yeah. it's cold sometimes, but cold <laughs> by Australian standards. What we don't have snow, we're not having sub zeros, we're having beers in the is winter it... <laughs> while we're going to the MCG and I watching like the that. footy. And there's open fires in the pubs and it's flourishing, and there's a real vibe around the place. There's a little bit of a vibe going right now as we have a couple of drinks, Dirk. This message was brought to you by the Tourism Board of Victoria. Yes. From the board. I also think, by the way, that we've coined an idea and I just want to go back to this so that we can uh, mention, just have this as a historical record that we came up with the idea for a comedy that was the Bondi, um, the Bondi bubble <laughs> force in the same style as the, what's that Bondi life rescue show? Uh, yeah, Bondi beach rescue. Yeah, I don't know. Bondi rescue. Was that it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bondi rescue. Yeah. It'll be it's the Bondi, I, Bondi I never- bubble rescue. I never watched it, but it was broadcast in the Netherlands, so my family would always tell me about it. Oh, have you guys been to Bondi Beach? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, the the beaches here are a bit different, but uh, uh, the the crowd here is just way better, man. People are way more open to stuff and more relaxed and chill. Mm. Do you reckon you ever leave here, or is Australia your home now? 
I'll probably leave at some point. I want to see more <laughs> countries. I want to see more countries, man. Like like you were saying earlier, like you get a different perspective when you move to a different city. Like it's yeah, very eye-opening. And I, I promise you, moving to a different country is... Uh, oh, yeah. It puts such a like such a different perspective on everything in life and i wouldn't mind experiencing that again to see if it's uh, if it's the same so new zealand is an option which is not mm. too different a country it's almost yeah the same. yeah yeah uh, that's an uh, easy one to do yeah well canada is the other one which is obviously language-wise the same but uh that's a very different environment i mm. reckon so i don't know look around a bit how about you would you ever you, move to a different country i'd love to um but but I'm getting to the age where you got to, you can't just think about yourself and just go willy nilly. You got to think about the partner and what the plans are and how you're gonna how you're gonna get away for a couple of years now. I love how you're using the age for that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, thirty plus. I don't know. Uh, there's no rules though, I guess. How do you feel about the uh, the the number of the, of the age advancing? Does it bother you? Nah. Nah, the only thing that bothers me is my left knee is giving out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of us want that. You don't want to be... That's when it's becoming real. It doesn't well, matter until that stuff no, got it. It's just my left knee, man. I'm still I'm still like... I, I, I feel like like every year you're older, you're a year smarter than a bunch of other cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Just don't... That's the like, mistake I made the other day was I was too close to a mirror. And you don't... <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to be too close to a mirror as you're worrying about being advancing into your thirties. Yeah, uh, uh, too close. That, that's even that's a malleable perspective. <laughs> I knew that I had the crow's feet at the at the side of the eyes, but then I didn't realize that there were ten others below that on the cheek. Yeah, ca- cameras are getting really good as well on webcams and shit. I know. Maybe I should be stretching out my skin right now, but you're like, maybe I don't. I don't want to be in four K. I want to be in 720p forever. Fucking own that shit, man. Like, you look like you're wiser than everyone else at oh, the very least. Hell yeah, and I feel like I am. <laughs> the amount of shit young people are saying on the internet and on Twitch these days. I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're one of them. At our rate, we shouldn't even know. On If, you, if you're talking about the Twitch platform, then we are on the... We are grandparents. Yeah. I heard you mention Justin TV the other day. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh boy. Yeah, I did when I recorded a little special intro for our podcast, and I did assume that. By the way, I think you were on Twitch no, when no, it was like, Justin I TV. Came on, I came on board right when Twitch happened, but Justin TV, I used that for uh, to watch NBA. I mean, I didn't watch illegal oh, people, streams. What are you talking about? Well, people. Oh, so it was so unmoderated yeah. that people would just be broadcasting the NBA on there. Like it's used to be like Ustream from, or something. Yeah, it went yeah Ustream. Mm. It went from being uh, unmoderated to over <laughs> moderated. Yes, yes, very harshly moderated. As the demand went up, I guess more people on the on the platform, right? Yeah, for sure. If you could, if you could create a brand new social network, Oof. is that something you've ever thought about? Yeah, like a billion times. Like how I'd approach it. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's silly because right now the approach is. Uh, how would you knock Twitch off that feed, right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Tried, obviously. Uh, yeah, I that's a tough one. That's a tough one because you got the backing of Microsoft. Yeah, this is why I was keen uh, when I found out, uh, when you told me that Spotify started using uh, video for podcasts. Yes, stuff. some podcasts, yeah. Like that's one of the ones that can actually make a huge difference, especially right now with DMCA being a thing. Yes, 
uh, they could offer music while you're playing games. And, yes. Uh, they've got such a huge opportunity there if they tackle that. But That could be uh, the deliver- one that does it. Well, yeah, and delivering video on that kind of um, uh, scale is almost undoable. Well, like, if they're delivering video now for some of their chosen podcasts, right? Yeah. It's only a matter of time until they, and those are all VODs as well. You can watch them, the archive, right? Yeah. It's only a matter of time until they offer the live service, like a live streaming service to them, or and also opening that feature up to everyone. And then that's, also that's all their fair. music and music videos to go with every song. Because they've got canvases at the moment. You know when you listen to a song on yeah. Spotify and there's like a six-second like loop clips. in vertical? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if they have full music video to accompany the tracks that have them? And then it's only a matter of time until they move into live. Uh, I think they could do it. I, I think so too, but they need to decide to go in that direction because the amount of um, uh, resources that they have in, to invest in that, that they have to invest in that to make that work is insane because it's this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times 1,000. It's like exponential. What you happened have to, to... Yeah, go on, sorry. Oh, yeah, well, you have to like get the get live video in, live video out at different types of bit rates because people mm. need to select a bit rate if they're from Australia and they can't yeah, yeah, yeah. 1080p. Uh, the, the VODs need to be available like that as well. There's way more storage. You need to allow this for everyone, which is yeah. also way more... Like it's exponential, man. So they need to invest in that. And if they... If they choose to do that, yeah, man. Like they've got they've got the audience already. Dirk, I might put that on my LinkedIn. What? <laughs> I might put your speech on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> do it. <laughs> what what happened to that um, live streaming service that there were so during the time when uh, Doctor Disrespect mysteriously got removed from Twitch, mm. and there was all these rumors that he was like invested in a new streaming platform, yeah, and what was everyone followed or something. No, I don't know. Well, it, it, it turned out to be incorrect. But then there was this like Twitter account that blew up because it was this for this new streaming platform. And it, I think it was just a bunch of young devs or something who were totally unprepared for the publicity. And someone caught wind of it and was like, this must be what he's going to. Do you remember what that was called? Nope. I totally Brime. missed that. It was called Brime, Brime Live. And I don't think Brime. it's I don't think it's come out since then. But that's, I, I swear to you, that's 100% because of that kind of resource issues. Because mm-hmm. you need to nail everything. And what people often forget is that it's not simple to nail, for example, a chat room. Even building a chat room is... Is that right? Uh, that's Yeah, because it needs to be logged everywhere. Even the logs of a chat room is going to take up so much space that you need a server to store it. So how many how many processes would be involved in making a, a website with functionality that's got like live streaming... And you need live streaming, you need chat, you need uh, user access levels, uh, you need moderation, you need promotion, you need discovery algorithms, you need. uh, Oh, God. God. It's so much more than you initially think. It's just a website where I can watch some videos. (laughs) Okay, I got a question for you that you might be able to answer with your expertise. (laughs) Go on. Where is the internet? (laughs) <laughs> well i'm right here in front of me <laughs> yeah, yeah well do you know what i mean yeah so nowadays it's everywhere because there's different servers everywhere and uh that's what cl- the cloud is right the cloud is just mm. all these different computers everywhere that people have, have access to and that's where they get their stuff from that's why we have australian twitch servers so somewhere so okay australian twitch servers take that for, as an example somewhere in sydney 
Yeah. There's is there a room with servers in it, like physical things? Yep. Well, not necessarily in Sydney. Well, there is. Yeah. Yes. Like and is that everyone. what is that what Amazon own all over the world, and they've just got access, and they just lease lease their yep, servers for people. So servers yep. are remote. What like computers, right? Processors and shit. Is that pretty what it much. is? Yeah, at, at scale. So what you think <laughs> when you're saying computer, you're saying like a batch of buildings full of hardware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, something like, that looks like the first computer ever yeah. that was like a whole room. Yeah, I think uh, Microsoft did a cool experiment with that. They chucked a bunch of uh, computers into a giant tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say tin, but I literally mean like, you know, yeah. sub, bigger than a submarine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they chucked it in the ocean somewhere, very deep. And mm-hmm. then they pulled it back up a couple of years later to see how it looked because it's too deep to actually access. Yeah. So a human can't get there, which means it's super safe for the purpose of uh, people hacking into it. Yeah. Because nobody can actually get to the, yeah. the server. And this was the test that they did. I, I only saw this article recently, but they pulled it back up and everything was in great condition. So they're going to try to do that now. Have the servers and stuff in the middle of the ocean. What, what, for security reasons? Yeah, just so that the FBI and the CIA can't tap into wow. it by sending a diver at it. <laughs> but how do you use them if they're not connected to anything? Because there's cables to it. And then if there's cables to it, then what's the point in it being in the ocean? Come on, man. <laughs> too, too many questions. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you have all the answers to all my questions? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, you're poking holes, man. This is why I shouldn't be president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least there's someone on this podcast with a little bit of expertise. What er- what is my area of expertise? I can't I can't claim to have expertise in Twitch because this year I lost 744 <laughs> or whatever followers overall in my Twitch recap. I think you'll find it's uh, 755. But yeah. uh, God damn it! Unbelievable. <laughs> no, but that's that's uh, look, look, man. Failure is experience as well. So screw you. Like that's that's knowledge. My beer drinking fitness has been pretty good lately, though. <laughs> Well, it's going up or down? It's uh, it was it's been solid except I had a little bit of a dusty morning this morning because I went out with a few friends last night and the beers that I drank were like um craft beers. And I like I like my beers to be really simple, like real basic, real basic stuff. Uh, well at least you listened uh, you listen to our friend Dandrews and get on the beers. Yeah, exactly. T- That's gotta be that the advice. meme of the meme of twenty twenty if you are based in Melbourne, right? For sure. It's, uh, it's 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 the best thing. It's it's it's. I'm happy to be out of it now, though. That we're actually getting to go places again. Yeah, we've got to rein it in at some point, though, because you got to keep your keep your rig in good nick, right? <laughs> What's your exercise regime like these days? Oh man, it's uh, it, it's it's getting good again because basketball started back up. Basketball. So mm. you got to perform, you know, like so you got to be be fit, have as many games a week as possible. Uh, do do some do some workouts in between to stay fit. How about you? You know, once once you get into the rhythm mm. of of exercising daily, and you start to feel guilty and feel feel shit about yourself if you don't go and exercise each day, it's a slippery slope, isn't it? But that's how it should be because I feel like that that's the cure to so many so many things. It is like like but like it's not just physically; it's mentally as well. And uh, it gets it gets you into a routine so that you do something every day. You you get off this 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 streamer chair and yeah, man, uh, that's a huge thing for me because that was that was the main reason why I 
like when I was streaming full time and then I stopped completely for like two years and I haven't, yeah. I haven't like I've streamed again, but not full time because you've got to, you can't be sitting in a chair nonstop and not exercising. It got real bad. Yeah, it was actually funny seeing you again after like a year or two years because I saw your packs and and then when I moved to Melbourne and yeah. the difference, Jesus. <laughs> oh well, in my are you, what are you trying to say your, something your about physique. how I looked back then? No, 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 how dare you? About how you look right now? Don't you fat shame me? Oh. <laughs> yeah. You just look healthy as shit now, and that's purely because you get off your ass every now and then. Now and that makes such a huge difference, also for you mentally. Like you get in such a different space and. Well, we're a, we're a couple of fit roosters here, Dirk. We're looking good. We're feeling good. You know, we're talking real good banter. We're trying. We're trying. You can't lose. You can't lose. But how good is it for mental health? It is. Like, actually just feeling better about, you know, about what you look like. That's fine. But also just, mm-hmm. uh, just like I said, the routine actually makes you do stuff and, and feel, feel better when you're actually sitting here and doing your Twitch stuff. Well, how you look is not really a separate thing because that will inject so much confidence you feel good if you feel like you look better right as well as feeling better physically because you're physically better yeah but but also just feeling healthier it sounds stupid but if you want to do a 24-hour marathon it's Mm. way easier when you're in top condition i promise you well yeah well if you're gonna do it oh if you're gonna do a 24-hour streaming marathon yeah yeah yeah, oh yeah yeah. if you're in peak physical nick yeah marathon should have probably sorry yeah i was like obviously you got to be fit to do a 24-hour marathon you (laughs) psycho whoa let's Mm. let's not do that uh, the, the, the hour one is already too much. Uh, but you've mentioned, yeah, you, you always, this happened before we started the podcast as well, when you categorize yourself as a stream and you're like, yeah, Steve, we're just a couple of streamers. Like, well, sorry. I, I mean, one of us is maybe. What? <laughs> uh, we're, we're reversing the roles now. You get to dig on me for a bit. Yeah, all right, uh, fair enough. Uh, can you, okay, this is, this is a challenge I'm going to set to you. Yeah. A little bit of continuity for the listeners that between now and the next time you're here on the podcast, you have to do a stream. I mean, I can't come to the podcast anymore. No, no, not until you do one, <laughs> not until you do a stream, then you can come back on the podcast and it has to be for one hour minimum. Same thing. 60 minutes. 60 minutes. Of, 60 minutes. Yeah. 60 minutes of streaming. Does it have to be me? Can I put someone else on my channel? Well, it's got to be from your computer. That's, right, right, that's right, a, right. yeah so i mean you may as well just may as well just be you it's too hard to organize something else right, right that's what you think you yeah. don't need to necess- you don't you do need to tell i was gonna say you don't need to tell anyone you do <laughs> yeah so, uh, i'm not gonna secretly stream that's one, yeah right, one I, hour. I, I will so what, what am i streaming now what should i be streaming that's because- up to you up to you so you're gonna stream live on twitch tv um for for an hour at least i mean you might go for 12 because you're having so much fun i don't know that sucks. Like if I if I'd known that before we started, I would have live streamed this stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. I, I was I was thinking about this. I didn't sign any waivers or anything, so technically I could use all this content, and put it up as the Dirk podcast, right? No, you signed a verbal agreement with me. <laughs> Unbelievable! How very dare you? Uh, I haven't heard of this. Did actually, you read me all my rights and stuff? I'll mention that actually, because this is a new podcast. There's no one watching us right now, but we're, as we record, we're recording this. We're on uh, Twitch.tv slash Steve Ends, um, so people can follow it, I guess, and they can watch it while we're recording. And then I guess down the down the road, we can do something where after we've finished recording our podcast episode, we can hang around and talk to the chat room or whatever. Right? That's it for anyone ever listens to this shit. <laughs> if that's a big if. Yeah, exactly. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, right? The dream. 
Yeah, the dream. All right, Dirk. So one hour minimum. We'll talk about it next time. Sounds good. You excited? I'll try it. <laughs> I was so excited. Yeah, sweet. All right. Talk about it. Yes. All right. Cheers, Dirk. <laughs>